Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Real World Road Tests on RadioLeMans.com. Hello everybody and welcome to another Radio Show Limited Real World Road Test. I'm John Heindel. Our subject vehicle, not an SUV, although you could be fooled into thinking that from my lofty driving position, surveying the countryside around me here. No, this is one of our occasional road tests on a light commercial vehicle and it's an important one too. It's the 2017 all-new Fiat Talento. RadioLeMond.com. Right, well, I've pulled up, so let's stop the engine and give you a little bit of a run round the outside before we get to the business end of things on this van. Like commercial vehicles make up an ever-increasing number and proportion of the traffic on the roads. You see a huge amount of them, and it's easy to see why. For small and medium enterprises... Small businesses are indeed for people who have their own business and work for themselves. They can often be the perfect solution to carrying all their tools or equipment or indeed doing deliveries. It's changed a lot in the last few years, this part of the segment, and so a brand new contender from Fiat to take on the big names such as Ford Transit and uh, the other manufacturers uh, is something of an undertaking. It'll come as no surprise then, in common with other parts of the automotive market, including cars, that there's a degree of platform sharing that goes on here. And indeed, that's the case for the Talento, Peugeot, Citroën and Renault, all taking parts of this van and sharing some of the development costs. You might think it's fairly difficult to make a van look anything like just another van, but Fiat have done a pretty good job, in my mind, in giving it a Fiat face, big grille, wrap-around headlights that go all the way back up into the bonnet, in fact, almost right up and under the ear pillar of the quite steeply raked windscreen. It's quite a purposeful-looking van at the front, halogen headlights, LED running lights, and this one's got the optional fog lights as well. Big door mirrors, as you'd expect, down the side. Nice touch here. A separate convex part of the mirror underneath the main part, which is electrically heated and electrically adjustable, by the way. Yes, on a van. And that convex bit means that you can adjust the main part to see the road and you still have something that you can see the back wheels and the back of the van for when you are reversing. Although this one does has the optional uh, reversing sensors as well. Obviously, it's pretty slab-sided down the back and the side, and uh, you can see where the various options, you'd punch out some of these areas for windows in vans, and there's a, as as ever, you might expect, there's a a myriad of options you can have. This is the standard wheelbase panel van, so let's get round to the back, because this is where most people will see it. No rear windows here panelled in and with ply where the windows would be just to give it a little bit more insulation Uh, doors open fairly easily and then with a second pull of the interior release they open almost out to 
90 degrees on the rest of the van. I'm told that's 255 degrees uh, in terms of the opening. What really impresses me, though, is how low the load space is. Uh, just over half a metre, or, what, 18 inches, two feet off the ground. You get that because this is a front-wheel drive van, and therefore there's no running gear under the back, just the two wheel arch covers to intrude into what is a very flat, very usable load space. Uh, ply panels on the floor and again up on the sides above plastic trim which is fairly durable it's clearly taken a few knocks before I got hold of this van but it's standing up pretty well now the other thing that you really need in a van this size is a nice big side opening door makes life very easy and indeed moving the equipment and my record collection in the last few days that's been perfect to be able to put things lighter things on the top and then take them out first and be able to pack storage units and such like this is a nice wide opening easy action door a little bit of a step there uh, in front gives you access I'm told by people who know these things that you can get easily get two euro pallets in here, probably three, even on the standard wheelbase. What's really nice is this little hatch here, which on a car would be called a ski hatch. And listen to this. That was two very strong magnets attaching themselves to the metal bulkhead between the cargo area and the cockpit. And what that does is open up round about 18 inches, two feet of a slot which is a good seven inches high which means that you can take almost three meters of length in the back of this van because that goes through underneath the driver's seat or the passenger seat should I say uh, which also tilts up and you can get access to it there or you can use that space underneath the seats as just extra storage brilliant why doesn't other people think of things like that that is a really quality idea. I'll just close that for you for a moment. That was this flap going back down. Now, for those of you who haven't seen or driven a van for quite a while, um, be prepared to see a lot of changes when I take you inside. Open the big wide opening door, step up. Now, this is a much higher driving position than you used to be seeing on vans of this size sure it's not as big as the bigger vans or as high as the bigger vans but it's very commanding puts me uh, at the level or above most suvs on the road no longer the cockpit of vans are spartan places it's just cloth trim of course and there's a lot of vinyl about and plastic but we've got all the creature comforts two electric windows electric mirrors a fantastic heating and ventilation system, including air conditioning, an infotainment system that includes two USBs, one on the front of the unit, one on a very sensible cubbyhole stroke shelf right in the middle of the top of the dashboard, as well as a 12-volt power output. Oh, and by the way, digital radio on this particular van, so I can listen to the cricket during the summer or the motor racing. Now, the driving position is very good. It's a six-speed manual gearbox, and the gear lever is exactly where you'd expect it to be. Armrest for the driver that slides up and down. A driver's seat that is adjustable for height, as well as fore and aft, and has a lumbar support, and a steering wheel 
that also moves in and out as well as up and down. So rake and reach. For that, I defy anyone, whatever shape or size they were, to uh, be unable to find themselves a comfortable driving position. Very nice, comfortable clutch action. Lots of places for storage, including two cup holders on the top of the dashboard, big door bins down the side. And this has got one of the op- optional extras on this. It's, it's called the mobile office space. And I've got the middle front seat folded down. And on the back of that is a bespoke moulded plastic a clipboard, which slots in and out, as well as slots for mobile phones and another cup holder. So a brilliant idea for using basically the back of the middle seat. Now, that middle seat isn't f- quite full width, and I'm not sure I'd like to drive all the way down to Le Mans sitting there. But the passenger seat, the remaining passenger seat, is a full-width seat. And I am told by the responsible adult, it's very comfortable indeed, having done... At more than 400 miles uh, in this van uh, as a passenger. The other little touches are lovely as well. There's plenty of cubby holes. Many of them, like this on the dashboard, have got a cover on them and it snaps shut. Big glove box as well. So practical in terms of its load space with over five square metres and also comfortable for the driver. Now, also most importantly, you'll find more and more of Fiat's commercial, professional commercial, as they call them, dealers, staying open 24 hours and seven days a week. So the small business owner has really no excuse to be unable to get their van in and out of service, although it won't necessarily be seeing the dealer very often. With service intervals for this model at 20,000 miles, three years or 120,000 miles of warranty and roadside assistance built in, for three years so a thousand and seventy four kilos as a nominal payload with a gross vehicle weight of just on 2800 kilos and a braked towing capacity of 2000 kilos this is a versatile van that drives brilliantly and one of the stars of this is the heart of this fiat and it is a fiat heart it is their multi-jet diesel turbocharged engine This is just the 95 horsepower one, but it produces its uh, peak torque at just 1,500 revs. The 95 horsepower uh, wait until about 3,500 revs to come in. With the AdBlue technology, uh, it's very clean and is Euro 4 compliant. And I've had well over 42 miles to the gallon in mixed running, including long distance and round the doors uh, in the mileage that I've done on this van uh, whilst I've had it. It's a brilliant thing to drive, it's very user-friendly, it's easy to park and I've really enjoyed it to the point where it has made me think again uh, in the six or 700 miles that we've had it about buying something like this for everyday use although not with the load space in the back but with extra seats and of course there are various people carrying versions of this. It's a van but not as we know it, the 2017 Fiat Talento with uh, 1600 diesel turbo and twin turbo options right up to 140 horsepower there has to be something in their range that would suit your business or your way of life worth giving a look for it's a little bit different very stylish and it does exactly what it says on the tin another real world road test check out more at radiolamon.com